0: All right, what's up? Uh, what's up, y'all? Um, it's well, we don't do this on air anymore, but it's Sunday. Uh, that's the day we're recording now. So welcome to the barbecue. Um, you know, it's another day for hot topics. Um, you know, so what we got on the grill today? Somebody tell me what's on the grill today. It's I smell some hot, some hot content cooking. Yeah. Up. What's local artist question? <sighs> some some new
1: talent or old talent I don't know you, introduce yourself tell us what's up
2: oh, okay true so uh yeah my name is Dylan I go by Waves I knew Sydney from uh from a, a long time I knew her since long we were time. little ass kids six. Like, what, nice. six or seven or something like that I don't know but you know um since then you know I've gotten into uh, producing music, and I actually uh, opened up a studio in the last year and whatnot, so I've been producing stuff. Um, I'll definitely link y'all to that shit, but yeah, so, I mean, I would say it goes without saying, you know, to be good at anything, you got to put in your 10,000 hours, so yeah, like, been putting in that hour, them hours, you know, making beats and whatnot, and I feel like, I don't know, beats is an amazing thing, because you can really create your own world with it, so... That's really why I got into it, and like creating that atmosphere behind the artist. And like, I don't know, I just kept pushing. And it's been pretty decent so far. I mean, COVID kind of fucked up uh, a decent amount of my business, but you know, getting back in there, whatnot, making people wear masks when they're not in the booth and all that. But yeah, that's me, waves, and I make music, all types. Uh Not just rap though. I love rap though. That's my main squeeze, definitely.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have a question for you. So how'd you go from making beats to having like a studio, like talk about like that progression.
2: The process, it was kind of like, I don't know, it was pretty fluid. So like uh, I was just making beats. Um, I took a class actually in high school, which started me off in it. And like, that's what actually got me Ableton and the production software. And so from there, I just like kind of took off and just kept going with it. And then ended up actually taking another class in college. And one of my homies who uh, used to go to Butler, he came back. He started going to trade school. He was just like, you know, he liked rapping and whatnot. And we would just link up and be making beats. And so, you know, we went to the studio a couple of times and we just decided, you know, like, what's the point of, uh, you know, paying all this money to go to these other professionals when we like we can be those professionals, you know, and make that bread. And so kind of made that transition like after looking for a space hella and we just I feel like we found a a really nice spot and kind of got plugged in decently because like it's, a, it's an interesting little space it's a whole little warehouse full of different studios so I mean I, I guess it was just kind of like my friend being like you know like we can make some bread at this and like my passion for music just like I, I really feel like you know if you want to do anything, you know, right now it is my side house. I'm definitely trying to get another another job. But like, if you want to do anything, you know, you gotta put in some work and some effort into it. Yeah. Shit.
1: How would you find that studio? Was it and
2: where so, did the studio? So the studio is actually like, um, I don't know. Are you guys from Chicago or? Uh, I think
1: Chicago Devin I and I. I am. Everybody. Yeah. Was-
2: true well it's on 42nd union that's like it's in like canaryville like kind of over mm. by um like white Sox stadium and shit like 30 like it's on 41st and root damn near
1: mm.
2: or 41st and union kind of over like uh yeah i don't know how to really describe it other than canaryville it's it's pretty decent little area you know um yeah we we got plugged in with it though uh this other producer that my friend knew when he was going to Harold washington he uh just like randomly, he was running sessions with this other guy, DJ Hustlenomics. I don't know if y'all know him. He's like, was on some early Chief Keef shit and whatnot. Um, he just had like a studio and whatnot. We just asked the building manager, got his number and just finessed that. Yup. <laughs> it's really, you know, if anything, you got to go after things you want in life. And just be contacting people. That's, that's one thing I've really learned. Go after what you want. <laughs>
1: that's beautiful. That's true. That's um, valid. Yeah. What's a, what's something new you've been working on? Tell us- something new
2: I've been working on? I've been trying to put together this project with my one-on-me, but he's, like, he's kind of going through some shit right now. So, like, he's got to focus on, you know, his actual life before he can, like, be up in the studio. But I'm trying to make my own little beat tape or whatever and put that bad boy out in SoundCloud so I can start, like, just selling these bitches to people who I just, like, <laughs> who I don't know, you know, because it's nice to be up in the studio and sell them to people or whatever, but... I want to be able to sell them to people across the world, you know, yeah. or at least rent them. you know, selling them is a different thing, you know, cause then that's whole legal crazy shit.
0: Mm. I feel it. I feel it. So kind of take us through like the process of like, when you first like get the idea for like a certain sound that you want to actually like the final product, like what's your thought process with that?
2: So I kind of go into beats like I have a a lot of different ways I approach them, you know, depending on how I'm feeling. And, uh, you know, so it kind of depends. So, like, really, the main thing I I realize is everything, all music is just chords, you know. And so you just got to find the chords that sound beautiful. But within that, like what I really love is like sometimes sampling something. So you find a sound or just one sound or snippet that you really like from a soundtrack or I don't know, some random you just kind of flip it and make it your own and i think that that is kind of beautiful you know you kind of put your own little pizzazz on it you know your effects all that type of stuff and then uh, yeah just kind of build it me personally if you i feel that you just gotta kind of listen to it and it'll kind of it'll kind of come out itself you know the melody the pattern all that stuff drums like you gotta feel the beat and it'll like respond because you force it it's not going to be good so, yeah, I i don't really have, like, a, a set method. Like, I know a lot of people, like, make drums, and then, like, they put on their, melo- their like, melodies and their kicks and all that stuff. Me, I just be freestyling with it. Like, just kind of go how I'm feeling that day. Sometimes I'll just put, like, one damn chord on it. <laughs> and, like, some, some of the beats I hear, like, nowadays, they are just, like, very simple. And, like, that's kind of the beauty of rap and the beauty of music. You know, it's simplicity can... Uh, when you bring a lot of simple elements together, it becomes complex. Less is more. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. I'm broke.
3: So why do you like Ableton?
2: Uh, just because I've used it all this time. Like, I've been using Pro Tools a little bit to, um, like, mix and master people because it makes them sound better for some reason. But Ableton's just, like, what I've been using. And all the DAWs are pretty much the same. Like, certain ones sound a bit different. Ableton's, like, people say it sounds a little bit more techno-y, and I, I, I can believe that, but at a certain point, like, if you're downloading the same sample packs and same, like, hi-hats and all that type of stuff offline, like, it's gonna sound, like, damn near the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, Kenny Beats uses that shit. Um, Pierre Bourne uses that shit. Like, hella motherfuckers use Ableton. So it's really about it's just another medium to put down your stuff, you know. I also kind of like it because it's easy for samples. Like, I've never really used Fruity Loof, but I have seen motherfuckers like the drum patterns, they can like lay them down real quick and the hi-hats are like real easy for them. But like, there's tricks I've learned like over time that make it easier for me to kind of make those kind of trappy or like kind of different sounds.
3: Yeah, I heard Ableton's good for that. I remember there was an episode with, uh, on the Kenny Beats Cave. And he was with Doja Cat, and he asked Doja Cat what she uses, and she told him she uses logic. And she asked him if he ever used logic. <laughs> yeah, and then I got good at making beats, and he uses Ableton. So it kind of reminded me. Of it.
1: Yeah, so speaking of kidding beats, um, tell us about like, who your heroes are, I guess, or role models, or who do you take inspiration from?
2: True, well, okay. I I uh I take inspiration from a lot of different sources. Like uh I would say, you know, I haven't really listened to Kanye in the past couple of years, to be real, but his old shit was like, you know, God tier type shit. Um just the way he uses samples and the way he's able to just bring them out is like beautiful. But I would say for like new people, like some of the people I was mentioning, you know, like Pierre Bourne, a lot of stuff he did with raw as Hill. I also Like on that same kind of sample train, like the Alchemist put out a really fire take with uh, Freddie Gibbs, which was like, I feel like it kind of, certain producers definitely lend themselves to certain artists because, you know, the voice is another instrument within itself. But yeah, I'd say I take a lot of different stuff from a lot of people. Um, I like fucking, uh, for like unknown people, I like um, Pluto Nash and uh, what is his name? I'm blowing it right now. Oh, Chase the Money. Yeah, he be going crazy with Valet. They got a lot of good shit. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, he makes a lot of simple-ass beats as well, but they be going crazy. It's like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I have any heroes. I'm going to be real with you in the rap game. A lot of these people are scumbags. It's crazy. Like, I fuck with (laughs) Jay, but, like, he's, like, suing suicide boys. Like, nah. You can't have no. Yeah, especially mm -mm, being around people for a little while in this music stuff. Like, you kind of realize, like, people, I mean, just like anything, you know, people are out there doing it for themselves, you know? And, like, you got to be about your business, but, like, you know, cautious as well. Mm. Definitely.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. So
0: what was,
1: oh, sorry. No, I'm just agreeing with him. Go ahead,
0: Sid. Right, okay, um, so what was like, describe like the moment that you knew like, okay, this is like what I want to do is what I want to put my 10,000 hours into.
2: I'm going to be real, like, it just kind of just came upon me, you know, like this is one of my hobbies damn near. Like, I don't really have many other hobbies, you know, like working out and whatnot and this, like I'll sit there and just make these bad boys like, <laughs> like, so many times like i'll just be like fucked up i'm not even gonna lie like come back you know as hell or some other shit and like just be making beats like like i just be my prerogative like i'd be like how would i make beats like feeling this type of way and so it's like i don't know it's just like anything i feel like you know like any i guess it was it is an addiction you know in, the, in a lot of ways you know and i feel like it also is relaxing like i can meditate making beats so maybe that's kind of lending itself to it because it's one of those things where you know you're just kind of sitting there focusing on one thing and like it's it's very calming so i i I don't know i guess uh i don't want to say i'm addicted to it but you know in a lot of ways it is an addiction
0: an addiction
2: Uh, i like when
3: uh artists like like freddie gibbs will like collaborate with like one producer on like a project uh and i know like other rappers do that what do you think are what do you think are some of the best parts or like the advantages of an artist working with one producer on one project
2: so i'll tell you right now um my nigga who i was working on this project with before um we actually performed in a strip club as well it's like you just get in tune with somebody you know what i'm saying like you just like you can just fine-tune everything you're doing with them. You're, like, with them all the time and shit. You're just, like, you know? you just vibing. Like, it's one of those things where, like...
3: You feed off of each other's energy.
2: Yeah, and you're able to, like, be, like, you know... um, You're making a beat or whatever. You're just fucking around or something. He'll be like, oh, do this. And then, like, he'll be rapping, and you'll tell him, do this. And then it comes out decent as hell, you know? And, like, I think that's why it is nice to just work with one artist and not just try and like profit, profit off them. But like, at a certain point, you know, like, I don't know, you gotta kind of balance it, you know? Cause certain people, I'm gonna be real, like, I, I don't know. They just, I'll sell them my beat, but I'm not gonna sit there and make like, you know, a seven album or like an album with them, you know? Some shit like that. Like, it just is what it is. And, and certain people feel the same way about my beats, you know? And, like, you have to realize, you know, who, who fucks with your shit, you know? Because, like, I think uh, as well, um, I don't know if that's really a good analogy, but, you know, like, sometimes you never know, like, whose shit is going to, like, really pop on your stuff. Yeah, I guess this is a good analogy. I think Mike Will Made It made um, that humble beat or whatever. I think it was for Gucci Mane or something like that, and it ended up being for Kendrick, and, like, that's, like, a complete 180 you know, an artist and like, I think that, I don't know, kind of finding people that you resonate with and then making that music is definitely always key because really music and and music is energy. It's all like little frequencies, wavelengths and shit, On some little scientific type beat, you know?
3: Yeah. I think I saw that too. The, uh, he only sent him the first part of the song. Like that was the beat at first and then Kendrick sent him uh his vocals back and then told him to add I think he sent him uh the whole uh uh everything he did on that song and then just told uh like he went past like the first beat and just went a cappella and told Mike Will Made to like build around it.
2: Bro, I can believe that. That's lit as hell. And like that's another that's that's another awesome thing about technology though is that you can just like send stems and all that different type of stuff between people like sometimes like a homie will send me like a clip or whatever that he found of a sample and then i'll just flip that bad boy for him or some type of shit like that because like i don't know fruity loop i mean i guess maybe it's the way he's working it but sometimes i guess the way fruity loops be using samples it's not the same way as ableton i don't know that is one of the advantages i guess to go back to a, your thing but I don't know. I bet you there's some way that somebody could freak Fruity Loops to, like, get it working with that.
0: I did not know that about the uh, Humble. So do you guys think that, like, the song would have been as big if, like, nah?
2: I I think it's weird. I think it's, like, it's because it's so kind of different. Like, you could hear Gucci Mane on that, but I feel like, I don't know. Gucci Mane kind of goes off. I don't know if gucci man's really been going off lately but gucci no. man so <laughs> no he's <awesome>. not <laughs> like i don't know some of the, the little baby but nah he be the old fat gucci Mane. that she was crazy like kind of like dirty mm-hmm. not grimy lex luger beats that she was lit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: like who i don't even know dope boy or something all the motherfuckers yeah
1: and as far as humble went i wonder how much of that Humble was a diss track. Went into like how popular it was, because it was a Big Sean diss track, wasn't it, of some sort? I didn't even
2: know
3: that. Yeah, a Big Sean. I feel like when I watched the music video, because that's how it dropped, right? It wasn't the song first, was it? It was just like. I don't remember.
1: I. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember.
3: The video. I think it was the video. Just like the video dropped yeah, I was not thinking about Big Sean when I was watching that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy shit.
1: Yeah, I forget how I found out it was a diss track, but I know that Big Sean called him out and some song. I don't know if the Big Sean, to be honest. But, um, no, I know that a lot of people think of Humble as, like, their favorite diss track which is crazy because you listen to the lyrics and it really is a diss track. You really just put it into context, but it's a bop either way. So I understand why it would be big, but there's just something that is different with diss tracks because you can like project your own life onto that. You can, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm rambling. Maybe I'm not making sense, but I feel like diss tracks tracks and, like, breakup songs just hit hard. They do. You feel like a baddie.
2: (laughs) Have you ever had to produce a diss track? Uh, Okay. Uh, In a way, (laughs) like, I don't know. Like, one of my homies was just talking about, like, (laughs) this nigga who did him wrong, but, like, I don't think that's really, like, a a full-ass diss track. Like, I've never had somebody sit down and dedicate 24 bars to somebody like that. Also, yeah. I feel like a lot of Chicago diss tracks are, like, very hateful, and I'm, like, not trying to get into that shit like that, because, like, yeah, that's only bringing you down a, a crazy-ass path, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, niggas be talking about, like, blowing that bitch, I guess, and shit i produce, produced, but, like, not, like, naming motherfuckers. Like, it's never been, like, FBG Duck, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this who i shot at all this crazy shit and like we see what that got him unfortunately it was just Mm -hmm. fucked but yeah yeah i have not like not a full ass diss track niggas do be doing some crazy shit and i do think that you know speaking on the experience was valid but like i'm all for like not i always tell my homies specifically if they're rapping on the trap track about like somebody it's like man don't give that person no clout it's like because they did some fuck shit it's like you learn from the experience more so than like, you know what I'm saying, they got up on you or you want to like fuck around and give them like any type of mention is like, at the end of the day, that like, I've, I've seen it happen. Like they get dealt with, like, it doesn't have to be you, you know? So. Mm -hmm.
0: So what's been like your favorite experience, like working with any artists that you worked with before?
2: Uh, I would definitely put that, as I said, that strip club experience up there, that shit was funny as hell. I don't don't know, I mean, I guess it's just been fun just being, just cooking up shit that I've never heard before because it's my music, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like brand new. Like, you know, sometimes you have those flops, but then when you have the one that you like, you can play consistently and shit, you're like, damn, like, I made this, I sit here and made this motherfucker. Like, it really is the fruits of your labor. Funnest experience? Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it's just been like cooling and growing. I don't know. There's probably one if if I sat there and thought about it, but like you know, like when you're in the studio, you vibing and smoking and fucked up and all that shit. So like you know, it's uh I don't know if I really remember a funnest time. The strip club though is definitely most memorable without a doubt. That shit was wild. I was like, that's some other shit. <laughs> Do you have any favorite beats you go back and listen to? Groups that I listen to? I don't know favorite like you play that you just go back. Uh, sometimes I I have a whole hard drive of beats that actually like died and whatnot. So like, I listen to some of those, the like the really old ones, and like, kind of be like, damn, like I wish I could change some stuff on that, cause you know it's like, <laughs> I mean I can't get them back. I went to some place and they were talking about like a thousand dollars or something like that crazy to get them back. And I was like, man, yeah, like when I get paid, I'm going to try and get them back. But like <laughs> right now, man, I'm going to just sit here and make, make new ones. You know, it's probably more time efficient. Um, some of the ones that I sample like, and I'm just like, damn, like, cause there's some of those ones on the dead uh, hard drives that like, I'm trying to find the sample still. And I, I can't find that motherfucker. Cause I don't know what I searched up on YouTube like ran through my computer to get so i don't know sometimes i do listen to like some of the kind of doom soundtrack ones or whatever but it's kind of i just be trying to create more is what i would say as well
0: so what advice would you do you have for you know someone that's trying to get into music and producing music stuff like that
2: um just uh just, man, have fun with it. Yeah, just, like, just do what you do, and uh, your shit at first is going to suck. It's just, like, there's no way around it. Like, you're, you'll hear some shit that you like, but just, like, try new shit out and listen to other people that you like and try and emulate their stuff, and then, like, you'll kind of be able to figure out how you can do it yourself. And also, YouTube is your friend. I've learned so much shit off YouTube, like, at a certain point, like... You can teach yourself everything of
0: YouTube.
1: Um, So you, I don't really remember you mentioning SoundCloud. Did you, do you use SoundCloud primarily to put out your beats?
2: Yeah, I I do. I, I was trying to get into like Adobe Premiere, like putting them on YouTube. But yeah, that's, that's where I've been putting them. Uh, I don't really know any other place. I'm trying to, um, I did read about this like one uh, disco, distro kid, I don't, I don't know what it is. Or some yeah, shit. I, think, I think it allows you to uh, not only put them on Spotify, but I think it like, it might allow people to buy them. And then somebody also told me about this like, it might be like Patreon. It's like some type of only thing for like whatnot hey, they be getting that bread, I don't give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, so that's what I'm trying to get on, but primarily the SoundCloud.
1: Mm. Yeah, so, um, I know that SoundCloud's, like, big when it comes to, I guess, underground music, and, like, people that are just making music as a hobby. Do you kind of feel like there's a culture around (laughs) SoundCloud, because I feel like, you scroll on Twitter or something, somebody's tweet goes viral and they go check on my SoundCloud because their tweet went <laughs> viral. So I've just been really curious about like whether or not SoundCloud in and of itself has like a community like Twitter would or like YouTube would, you know? I don't know if there's
2: a community. When I post stuff, there's like bots. So like maybe, um, <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I don't know if there's like a, a dedicated community. I think it's just like people using the free medium, yeah. put it out there and get the plays on it. Like, um, I, I mean, people put, like, my beats on YouTube or whatever. Like, I know this one girl who used one of my beats for a music video. Like, but I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like I think people are just putting their shit out there on, like, a bunch of different uh, mediums yeah. just to get as many views as they can or to at least put their shit out. See what, if it can pop, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know.
2: I mean, some people put their shit on Spotify, definitely, though, once they get them plays. But, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't really answer that one about the uh, SoundCloud community. I would say no. Like, I would say after Chance the Rapper kind of fell off, that that bitch died, which is
1: unfortunate.
2: That your so. Damn. He's going to come back one day, though. Oof, like- I
0: don't know about that one. He just dropped that gospel song with Justin Bieber. I think he's gone for good.
2: I didn't even listen to that. He <laughs> one of the uh yes. the ones they did like what is it, surfs up or whatever, the social experiment one. Mm. That was fire. I it feel was, like was something like that.
0: No, but, I remember he put that on in um what yeah. iTunes for free and everything. Like that That was a great day. He dropped that. I, power. Power.
2: I just don't, I don't know. I mean he made his bread though, so
0: <laughs> him. That's true. Okay. Um. Okay. So, everyone, favorite producer of all time, um, Kanye West. Say <laughs> Kanye West. You agree? Say Kanye West. Yeah. Why? Kanye West. Yeah.
2: He go. I mean, he's a
0: goat, but.
2: He used to go to but uh his his uh beat production goes pretty pretty crazy. I mean as far as with the sampling, like earlier Kanye really, with as far as with sampling. Yeah. It, I like it. It's nice. It's very what's the word? Nostalgic, I guess. That's
0: very true. Oh,
2: uh, yeah.
1: Um I guess I would have to say Kenny Beats because I don't really know producers like outside of like Kanye West and the people that have a mainstream presence mm-hmm. but Kenny Beats makes some fun he's like he's he's got an honest little business model you know mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a nice little business model Zach Fox is hilarious so
0: no, his oh my god
1: <laughs> his friendship with Zach Fox is like <laughs> The worst and the, the best at the same time.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Hmm. I would say maybe, maybe Swiss Beats just because he just puts himself like into every song, which it's like, <laughs> it's kind of annoying, but you, you love him for it. Like... Right. every song it's like oh like, i didn't know he was on this track too like oh it's featuring swiss beats or he might not say anything and he'll just like, almost, like it's the toss-up get that dj Khaled feel <laughs> dj call don't even make his beats though that's the crazy thing he buys
2: all shit. nope he just puts together the beat he like buys the beat buys whoever the features are and then just puts it together yeah
0: what? Oh. Yeah, so that little pop star song that just came out, he bought the beat, bought Drake and Justin Bieber kinda and
1: I'm like so disgusted. This man <laughs> I see well the shit this man talks to not even have like the work ethic to back Oh my god. Maybe he
0: used to he just like was an actual DJ or some shit like that. I don't know.
1: God, his poor wife, bro. That's all I gotta say on that.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah what about you, I'm, I'm, he, finessing,
2: he finessing the check really like i don't know he, he i think he did make some of the earlier beats not to hate on him like that but yeah no now i think his ass just be buying all them bitches <laughs> he probably just got to a point where he was like fuck it i could just buy them and still make millions yeah, much <laughs> like i wish
0: i could get paid to book somebody and find a beat that's <laughs> One day. Yeah.
2: Missed, One day. Missed
0: that check.
1: It's like those tweets where it's like, hate to see someone live with your dream. <laughs>
0: no, honestly, like, he just be jumping around on stage. Surprised
2: you didn't say Noah. You said what? Surprised you didn't say, like, Noah. Drake's producer? Noah's. Ah, 40.
0: 40. That's 40, true. 40
2: is- <laughs> Amazing. Wait, no,
0: and 40, that's the same. Yeah.
2: Okay, 40 should, shit whatever his name should be something.
0: I forgot about him. I feel like he's like kind of on the same, not the same as Kanye, but like he Drake uses a lot of samples in his songs, but people don't realize that. Yeah, that's right. Like, he yeah. uses a lot of samples, especially in what was the album? Uh, I think it was Take Care. Okay, well. Thanks
1: so much, Dylan, for coming on the barbecue. Love this fresh
0: content. Fresh content.
1: Smells delicious. You. This shit you're cooking up. Love it. <laughs> um, but we're going to plug socials real quick, um, and then we're going to get with it. Uh, so, AJ, do you want to start?
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, my Twitter is uh, at Adam underscore S. Yes. You see a kid riding on a bike
0: Awesome
3: You said what? I said you see a little four year old riding on a bike
0: Kareem
2: Sir Kareem on Instagram Sorry Kareem on Twitter because I'm so sorry We're running out of time go ahead (laughs) Oh
1: my god My handle (laughs) is My handle is Rachel's lucky on everything I'm trying to get a motherfucking job Pray for me um Sid and then Dylan.
0: Um you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Noel Walton underscore. Um yeah. Oh, also, okay, you go first, Dylan, and then I'll plug the show.
2: Right. Oh, but Yeah. My uh yeah, my Instagram is uh D O Yeah, that's weird as hell. D O L T H O F F. I don't know. Um Love maybe I'll have that shit flash up there or something yeah i'll got you, y'all got find me one day you find me one day and then it's uh waves with a dollar sign or it's a uh, soundcloud just underscore forty seven nineteen ninety seven that's uh that's how you get there and whatnot my socials all that good shit Okay,
1: and then the show
0: the show is at the double underscore barbecue on instagram and twitter um yeah, that's that's the show.
1: Thanks so much guys.